listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Man, I swear that nigga tripping off that shit again. Pick him up and sit him in cold water. Then I order someone to bring him back. Then I hope they take the pain away from the feeling that he felt today. You know when you part of Section 8 and you feel like no one can relate. Cause you are, you are a loner, loner. Marijuana, endorphins make you stronger, stronger. I'm in the house party tripping off my generation. Sipping cough syrup like it's water. Never no peck eggs in the kitchen. Man, not, not one of our lives is caught up in the daily superstition that the world is about to end. Who gives the fuck we never do listen unless it comes with a 808 a melody and some hoes playstation and some drink technology by my soul looking all around i see in the crowd in a big crowd that's a product of me and they probably relatives relevant for a rebel's dream yep her president is black she black too purple label on her back but that tab is like blue she take it straight to the head then she look at me she got adhd hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a monday um coming to you kind of in the middle of the afternoon mm-hmm. karen had a day off of work i did and she wanted to do the podcast yes sir so that's why y'all do that's why we're doing this uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic getting you through the end of your your day probably uh, out there in corporate america mm-hmm. somewhere a cubicle maybe um and uh you can find us on itunes leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme today's podcast is sponsored and it is brought to you by a very sexy sponsor um if i can find some music uh just randomly click on something um yeah it's brought to you by a very special sponsor and that is adam and eve come on how many ways you just don't know adam and eve is trying to help you to spice it up in the bedroom okay they trying to get some more than salt and pepper to taste on it um they're trying to break out their adobo they're trying to break out you know lowry's whatever you need they're trying to help you out and they want to help you out by letting you go get a special offer at adamandeve.com and it's very simple how to get it you just go pick out one item i think anyone can do that we've been on the internet long enough you put it in your cart and you're gonna get half off of that item if you put in code tbgwt at checkout but they also want to give you more things they want to give you the big o kit which stands for orgasm i'll let you guys in on a little secret there the big o stands for orgasm uh it comes with exclusive climax gel and a mini vibrator um and they also want to give you free shipping so take advantage all you gotta do is go pick out a new adult toy a naughty movie or almost anything else and you get that item at 50 percent off plus free shipping and the big o kit like how are you not taking advantage of this deal already take advantage of it again if you already have okay you know you saw something else on the site you was thinking about and you just didn't pull the trigger well you still got time yes you do that's code tbgwt at adamandeve.com code tbgwt in the checkout box at adamandeve.com All right, Karen, why don't you start us off with some random thoughts today? Yes, I have some random thoughts. Um, 
my first random thought is this y'all nothing makes you feel like a 12 year old kid they're knocking out a big ass display in the grocery store <coughs> in front of everybody and they make a loud ass noise and everybody turns and looks at you and you all you can do is look there look at everybody like oh shit <laughs> yeah it was almost like a prank i don't know why they had it sitting there i don't know why but it wasn't anything important it was like some some twinkies or something <laughs> a whole fucking display and what happened technically it wasn't my fault whenever they set the display up they set it like right beside like this these refrigerator doors so uh i had reached into the refrigerator to get roger some gatorade and when i opened up the refrigerator door the refrigerator door swung open and it swung like right beside the display and i guess the door was heavier than the twinkies and the whole thing scattered and like everybody there was the, i was uh, right beside the checkout line so everybody checkout line start looking the cashier girl start looking i was like holy shit now everybody looking at me yeah and everybody saw it so it was embarrassing they knew it was <laughs> us and then uh, i couldn't even run away karen started picking it up which i never would have done yes um and then the person that worked there was like i got it it's okay and karen would just keep picking it up so then, i just felt so bad because karen was picking it up i was like i can't let her do it by herself so then i had to go pick it up too and put it back on the display but really we could have just walked off it was, it was <laughs> no big true. deal it was really their fault i think it was a middle thing for me yeah i know you was going through it so i just helped out but yeah <laughs> even one of the people that was in line was like that's not your fault right like, the way they had it said it was just it was like like i said if the if a hidden camera would have came out and been like it's prank time i would have been like yeah because why would that make sense to put it past a door that people are gonna open you know people are gonna open it and knock it over <laughs> so it was just stupid yes it was and i felt like i was 12 I was, and one thing we seen it like okay now what do i do because everybody kind of stopped moving <laughs> and it made a loud ass noise too which is horrible was that it nope oh keep going i'm sorry and my next random thought is uh one thing i like about getting old is that you begin not to care i on saturday i had went to kickboxing class and i i when i went to kickboxing class i like to wear like yoga pants because they're very convenient and i got them yoga pants that kind of pull over your bed like the full length yoga pants and when you're squatting and moving and down dogging and shit you know your, your whole body's covered because yoga pants like to kind of creep up and show all parts of your body so i like to wear the um the yoga pants to kind of come up to come up uh, like kind of above your waistline so i had my yoga pants and i had a sports bra on and i had like a like a a little light shirt to kind of one of them shirts to kind of catch the sweat to go over it so i didn't realize this and i wore a jacket because it was cool and but when i got to yoga class i didn't realize that i forgot to shove up underneath my arms but but one thing about being old you say fuck it i i took that jacket off because it got hot i took that jacket off and was like look y'all gotta see me kickbox and swing and grunt and, and pump like everybody else with all the hair up underneath my arms and i didn't even care Mm. so i was proud of myself because one period of time i would have cared and been like you know what i'm i was like no my goal is to work out today so i'm gonna get my ass up and i'm gonna start working out and i was glad i even hit my goal on my fitbit my fitbit i have it scheduled for like five thousand steps uh, most of the time i go over that but i have it scheduled for like five thousand steps so i was like cool you know what i got my five thousand steps literally in that one workout and so I had a good time in kickboxing class, hunting my arms with flailing like everybody else. And if you seen it, you seen it. You didn't, you didn't. Fuck it. Everybody know hair grow up underneath your arms. Yeah. And really when it comes to stuff like that, I mean, if somebody's really in there more worried about who got hair under their arms, 
then the exercises they're doing then they they doing it wrong you're doing it all wrong um my next thing is i know we're talking about like the internet the the light web and the dark web and i was was joking about how i've never been out on the dark web before and so i realized that i like being on the light web and i'll ask myself this question i said am i uh web racist like internet racist do i only like to be on the white side and the light side of the web well i said if i am racist i want to keep the web light again that mm-hmm. that's my goal you know like you know i i, I my mission is to keep the web I mean, light the, again the, stay away from the dark side of the web the dark web does seem to be where all the crime is happening right so i stay my ass far away from it you know i, I imagine it's like the movies you just trip and fall and go in there and and it's, it's it's people doing shit they ain't got no business doing you know and and i understand the internet quote unquote don't work like that but you know i just imagine you going in there and people are, psst, psst, i got something to sell you psst you want to steal an id number Psst. i'm like you know what let me stay over here on the on the the, the bright side of the web where well i guess the people quote unquote obey the law nah it's definitely i mean it's pretty dangerous over there so um because they make it sound so mysterious they be like that dark web what the what the hell is it i've never been down the street nobody gave me the telephone number the zip code i'd be like is this some shit y'all making i used to think the dark web was some shit they made up at once because i was like i've never been there i've been on the internet yeah, I know in Wreck It Ralph, it looked like it was the hood. Didn't it though? Like when they went to the dark web, it was kind of, kind of sketchy. You know, people selling credit cards on there right. and a bunch of identity information and hacking people and shit. That's all I think about. I, Viruses, it, right? I think if I take my ass out there, I be they be like, "Ooh, we got a we got a good one," and I be one of the first ones to get all my shit stolen from me. So I I'm I am I am on the mission to to make the web uh, light again, or quote unquote white again. <laughs> I mean, we could use some some more internet safety. I feel like. Ooh, ah, the feel like it's the ghetto over there. That's how I feel. I'm like, nah. Mm-mm. I don't know nothing about that side of town. Mm-mm. I still over here, my nice cozy cul-de-sac, <laughs> my my fenced-in community <laughs> with my web blockers and my my fucking business. This is- you got more yes i do mm-hmm. um i have been watching agent uh carter and i really been liking it i finished watching i know i know i'm kind of behind mm-hmm. I, I love agents of shield i'm completely caught up on agent to see it but i know that agent carter ties into agents of shield so i didn't watch agent carter when it was live so i said with the new season of agents of shield coming up i thought i'd get caught up on i was only two seasons the, the first season i'm on the second season now and it's really interesting going back and viewing it and on the seats um season two they kind of get more into racism and it's really really neat how they just casually act like well this is just the way it is uh agent carter and like this black dude went to a restaurant and i mean not the restaurant but like this like i guess bodega type of place Mm -hmm. and the dude was like are you okay she was like what the fuck you mean am i okay and she was like and he was like are you okay he, and she was like i won't change he was like well you're gonna have to buy something i was like holy shit so i do like the fact that you know because when it comes to this stuff it's not perfect but i do like the fact that in the second season they addressed it you know because you're talking about 1940s 50s and 60s shit like that happened mm-hmm. 
and so uh it's more of a statement than a random thought i I just like i just i am enjoying the fact that they are not skirting or hiding away or running away from racist shit because it did happen Mm -hmm. yeah and a marvel property too you know but i like the way that marvel kind of integrates those things sometimes um and that's a big thing i know the season one people were mad because there were no like not a lot of black people in the show it wasn't and so people complained and then over the summer you know when the next time they came back they had some black castmates and stuff like that yeah i think it was on two seasons i think if it if it would have went for a third season i think that they would have addressed even more things mm-hmm. um and like i said i'm not finished with the second season but oh my god there are times shit that like goes all the way back to like season one and season two and i like i'm seeing shit and you know when he said jarvis and how it connects to the movies i i have really because i've been kind of binging it so i have really really been having myself a ball so if you're a big fan of agents of shield and you have not seen agent carter i suggest you go see it because some of agent carter is actually the foundation of some of the things that they're now finding finding and going through through agents of Shield. like some of this shit has been around for decades so it's it's a really really fun thing i got one more thing um but i have really been enjoying a binge watch agent carter my last thing is something else about being known i may have said this i got socks where they they look the same but they're different colors so i had picked up two socks the same pattern but different colors and warm to work and did not care one thing i like about getting old is some shit you just don't care about because at one period i'm like oh my socks don't match i don't give a fuck if you see them you see them you don't you don't you better be glad i sh- black ass showed up sometimes that's the way i feel mm. and that's it okay um yeah now nah, I, I definitely understand that i think you know you get older that you do want to get be more comfortable but then also you realize like what's a waste of time you know and that's like it's one of the reasons like uh i try to think about like online a lot with when people disagree about things Mm -hmm. um a lot of that is because we're um different ages correct you know it's something that we're at different stages in our lives and i know people that are younger don't like hearing that Mm -mm and i know people that are older don't always like hearing that right but the truth of the matter is age and and the experience does count for something Mm -hmm. there's a reason that you're more idealistic we can change the entire world we just need to you know believe or i got all the answers no one's ever thought of them how come we don't just do things this way those people are normally younger yes they are you know and the older people are normally like i'm cynical i've seen the other side of this thing i've seen people try to do this stuff before and fall short or 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 they're corrupt or they're uh somehow um flawed themselves you know and i think that's a big that's a big thing so and yeah it comes out in little stuff like you know not caring if your arms are shaved Mm -mm. or if your socks are matching you know yeah and i think it's also a patriot a patriarch thing like you like you kind of get out of the quote-unquote roles that you mm-hmm. do you know because the thing is a lot of times when you talk to older women and i be laughing at my line when they're talking your bra and panties don't i don't give a fuck you don't see if my bra and panty matches who gives a fuck i'm coming to work or doing what they're whatever but you know people argue about that shit online i'm like nigga does this shit really even matter like what the fuck are y'all just wasting time because y'all bored and ain't got nothing to do that shit don't matter now i haven't even seen that argument on the internet for years at this point correct like it's been a while but i, I know periodically like, it popped up when i first got on twitter that kind of shit would come up but i don't i mean i would hope people are just maybe my people are just over that but i would hope that that's not a big thing that's ridiculous right it's ridiculous and and 
from fellas let me know i'm wrong maybe it's just me but i don't think your dick give a fuck if a brian panties match i don't think you'd be like oh you ain't matching today i ain't gonna fuck nah, you i mean that's obviously true but it's also just the thing where um like i said that like to me that's not even a thing though right. that's not a thing people argue about or really fight about anymore that's just like like i don't know like that's some maybe younger people than us are still having those conversations and that's a, that's the an age thing because right i don't i don't i mean i've never known anyone in real life that talked about that out right. it was only the internet and i hate to give the internet and social media more credit than it deserves with stuff like this because it's not like leading the conversation you know that's not a big group of people oh, you know not. so i don't want to get them no no props for that shit uh and then the other thing too though is um when you get older i think sometimes you see patterns and then you start being like this is what's next in this pattern Mm -hmm. you know and i think with the advent of social media being new to a lot of us it was like oh we've now been on it long enough to see patterns and be like i know how this is gonna go already yeah i didn't realize i think it's been like 10 years for twitter i don't know how long yeah it's been 10 for twitter um longer for facebook i mean myspace i mean there's you know there's a black planet there's a bunch of stuff but just the the advent of social media dating apps Mm -hmm. people are starting to see patterns now and you can kind of sort it out you know i think the thing i really wasn't ready for was was people that have social disorders being able to have contact with me right that was something that i wasn't ready for because I, i you know in real life if you know somebody that acts really fucked up you just go i just won't be around that person correct on the internet you're always kind of around these people Mm -hmm. you you know and so it took me having to know what was uh to see the patterns and the spot things and i I had to learn and go through things so yeah i definitely understand that um i did have a couple random thoughts um well actually i only really had one go ahead um i got some gatorade the other day coming home to play basketball um and from playing basketball and uh the the i don't know how this what happened but the clerk i think maybe he might be into some some side hustles because i went up there and i'm buying my two gatorades and i'm paying for it and i'm like yeah man and uh also can i get a bag and he just stopped and he just looked at me and so you know i'm punching my code into the to the machine or whatever mm-hmm. and i feel him looking at me so then i stop <laughs> and i look at him like what and he was like what kind of bag and i pointed at my gatorade and said you know for that and he was like oh okay right okay. he was like oh okay yeah like oh the put your so your gatorade in the bag right not a bag bag but he but he work at he work at a convenience store a bag for my gatorade should have been the default <laughs> he was like ask for that shit all day i don't know if i just look like the type what? was it the cold word i don't know i don't like i i mean i don't know anything about drugs Mm-mm, I'm, so I'm the wrong not, one so i'm I'm too much of a square i to, would get everybody arrested no i'm good i'm too much of a square to know the lingo and to be all up on it and to do um because like people on when i said it on twitter people was like yeah you gotta ask him like what 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 he got you know and stuff i'm like one i'm not randomly buying drugs from some nigga i didn't plan on buying drugs from <laughs> that, that, that wasn't the purpose of the trip two um 
like that could have been a setup i don't know correct and then three i'm I'm not cool i don't do drugs i don't know enough i've been up there like one drug please yeah like i like i don't even like i was just like i would like a bag for my gatorade and to go to my car and go home <laughs> yes. like i don't know people people don't realize how much it squares me you are like i am really square square like i am the type of person where if you're trying to like fool somebody or pull a trick on somebody please let me know in advance that you're trying to fool somebody because if they come and ask me i'm like yeah such 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 you were like well they wouldn't post no i was like bitch you should have told me because i didn't know we was it was a surprise like you have to tell me i'm the type of person that would get everybody arrested i'm the type of person where you know people start using strange language i'd be like no i don't want none just because i don't even know what you offer like that time we had went to that place and i think that one was offering us a threesome and i was like nah ma'am or foursome i was like no ma'am i don't know what you offering but i don't want it yeah i just don't want to be up in there like one weed officer you know can i can i have a can i have an ounce of your finest marijuana gentlemen i'm here to make a purchase i would like to procure some of your kush like i just no thank you no thank you all on camera all loud and shit yeah i'm like the classically trained actor in <laughs> yes! all the black exploitation films. with no facial hair but i mean you got facial hair but you know they know that don't have none yeah and all the black exploitation films with like, the you jive suckers and then i come in get there all like, these degrees i come in there like get your hands off of me thine fine sir <laughs> i'm like too much too much you better watch out jack that's ah! like oh proper and shit i'm not making any impromptu they they they, uh, they would they, they would tell you to make it blacker shout out to what's the team make it blacker sir a little bit blacker plus weed sells itself and shit so yeah it does you don't accidentally buy it that's felt like a setup from the dare program yeah if, if if i'm going to purchase weed i know that like the cold language like i'm, I'm going to be able to know because the thing about it is that as old as i am nobody has ever came to me and be like you gonna buy some of this no i'm out the loop so i don't know where to get it where to purchase it none of that and i'm a thousand percent sure that the lingo can't be go up to the counter of 7-eleven and ask for a bag because that would get them caught way too easy can i have a bag what kind of bag you under arrest nigga that's what kind of bag come on the bag to put on these cuffs you got the right to remain silent like Mm -hmm. come on man all right let's get into the other news Do you wanna funk? Do you wanna funk? 
Won't you tell me now? Won't you tell me now? If you wanna fog, let me show you how. Do you wanna fog with me? Do you wanna fog with me? All right, LGBTQ news, and of course, most of it's bad. Um, this is from February. Ahead of Mardi Gras, New Orleans gay bars claim they're being targeted unfairly by the law. Hmm. Last week, at least two popular New Orleans gay bars, including the Phoenix and Rawhide, cited for the state-run Office of Alcohol and Tobacco Control (ATC). Um, while they were, while there aren't many details of the citations, including what these bars were cited for specifically, at least one of the two gay bar owners believes they were unfairly targeted. On Thursday afternoon, ATC cited us that we were in violation of some state laws. The citations were not unlike what we have seen them recently give other gay bars. We plan on attending our hearing and stating our case, said Clint Taylor, uh, Clint Taylor, who is the owner of, of the Phoenix. Uh, in his statement, Taylor also made clear that the incident was not a raid and that no patrons of the bar were arrested. He stresses that unlike riots and raids of years prior and unlike the incident of uh, Upstairs Lounge and the attack on the Post nightclub where our queer brethren were assaulted and humiliated, in some cases lost their lives, this isn't what happened the night of, the bar, of his bar's ATC citation. But the fight is the same. An attack on one of us is an attack on all of us. We hope you stand with us. Yeah, right. could, we're just more civil with it, but it still right. don't mean it ain't fucked up. Right. If you're specifically if you're targeting these bars and no other bars. And y'all using these random citations that probably don't nobody even know is on the fucking books. Right. And of course it's all to affect the bottom line. Um we have suffered a dramatic loss in business directly affecting our bartenders' livelihoods as well as a dramatic loss to the city and state in tax revenue. It's extremely important at this right, time. It don't benefit nobody. For our community to come together as a whole and support each other, we are and always will be stronger together as a unit. Yeah, it's also the thing where gay bars are considered like a safe space for the people of the LGBTQ community. So then you got people being like, we're going to shut this place down so the only places you have to go are stay home or go to straight bars where you may not feel as safe right because at the end of the day they don't want you there that's right. all they're trying to tell you we don't want you here um so yeah yesterday on february 27th the new orleans human relations commission also issued a statement which was in support of the new orleans gay bars targeted by the atc so that's good um we are aware of the recent enforcement actions taken against the Phoenix, the Rawhide, and others, and we stand with the LGBTQ plus residents and our LGBTQ plus owned businesses, and we always will. These enforcement entities are not under the city's control, but we are concerned whenever our residents feel targeted. We're actively engaging all involved and will continue to do so. So, um, yeah, that's just, it's wild too, because you know that's a tourist weekend and that's why you're trying to attack them right um which is sad you know that somebody would you know because that's that's obviously coming from someone higher up in the government as an agency be like let's specifically try to ruin the mardi gras business and, and revenue and income for this bar and for the people of this community and it doesn't make any sense because it doesn't benefit you don't y'all want as much money as possible don't y'all because y'all get taxes off of this shit right uh let's see what else happened um Alyssa milano she got in some hot water um she got backlash for a tweet where she said that she was trans and she was uh i'm a person of color 
uh now you may know Alyssa milano she is a white woman actress okay that's what i thought um she was trying to say that she was uh, this is her way of saying she wasn't being an ally uh to a community um so she sent out a message of support to her transgender sisters the actress said an advocate responded to a question about whether she is trans by saying i'm trans i'm a person of color i'm an immigrant i'm a lesbian i'm a gay man i'm the disabled um however because she is a straight white woman people on twitter called her out for being none of those things and having a fake experience and using the term the disabled her ill-advised message of inclusion was compared to an i don't see color approach um after reading some of the objections to her tweet she followed up i'm glad this tweet invoked conversation i'm so sorry it offended some i see you and i hear you uh she added uh adding that she intended to invoke the 13th century persian poet uh jalaluddin rumi who said this is a subtle truth whatever you are you are well oh whatever you love you are to that she got some supporters but also more backlash with followers telling her to read the whole poem and oppression and intersectionality isn't an outfit that you decide to put on whenever you like in all it seemed milano's intended message of empathy was not well received but milano neither defeat deleted it nor backed down from posting more tweets i try to remember the mission is more important than my hurt feelings she said by monday she was sharing a video of herself advocating for equal for the equal rights amendment um this monday morning i have a message for you um and she put the video up hmm uh hmm yeah i get why people was offended because there's gonna be people that like those designations come with experiences that mean things correct and so for you to insert yourself at even well-meaning uh to insert yourself in it some people are gonna not take you figuratively or you know in the way that you intended um i am a person of color but i'm obviously not gay i'm not an immigrant i'm not uh disabled um so you know i can't speak for those groups you know i can only speak for myself Mm -hmm. but she says uh yeah i'm everything you are so kirk i'm everything and so are you kirk don't be afraid of what you don't know or understand no one wants to hurt you we are all just looking for our happily ever after that was her complete thing but um i will say this i don't find it as problematic as i think a lot of people probably will Mm-mm. where it's like you know she canceled or this is going to come up every time she talks or this is what i hate about allies and all that stuff i get those feelings i just don't necessarily share them i I don't really um i think she knows she's not so i don't think she's trying to claim it's not to me the same as like dolazal no no it's not and for the fact that she was like oh my bad okay i should and nothing she was like i hear you i understand you know what is going on and she still stood with the cause Mm -hmm. because like we talked about before in this in this subsection of 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 people on the internet once you fuck up that's a strike on your mark forever and i still and i will forever say this there are a lot of brown people and marginalized people they just don't like white women and white women can do nothing right in their eyes Mm -hmm. so anything she said there would they would have found something to pick it apart so it's like it's a catch 22 i'm like do you want to help or not do you want the allies or not because the way you complain about every fucking thing they do it don't sound like you really do 
um because there's nothing they can do that's right and even when they apologize and even and, and don't double down like a lot of people do like a lot of people would double down she ain't double down she ain't be like well i'm sorry your feelings was hurt well i think she did double down in a way though because she said that she quoted that poet that was like whatever you love you are okay so she, that was her way okay. of being okay. like now that, now like okay. i'm okay. not saying like i i mean i don't think she literally means it i think right. she and, means it poetically correct. i think she means it in that way i just think on twitter specifically on a lot of social media um there's a deeper point to be made here which is that a lot of people have a social have attached themselves to their identities in a way that gives them authority over the experience it gives them a voice on twitter if you look at people's bios how many bios are like i'm trans i'm cis i'm uh disabled i'm gay i'm um no sorry i don't know why so recently my son's band was signed by a record i'm uh pansexual Mm -hmm. i'm an immigrant i put a flag in my bio of what country i'm from and like there is an element to twitter to kind of categorize yourself right i don't know if it's that way on every social media but i think where she said this was twitter and uh there's a reason that people would feel almost encroached upon not, even yes. as she tried to have like the we're all in the struggle together if we care about each other it just doesn't matter to people because it's like i've invested so much of my personality into i am a blank and i talk about these issues that affect me even if you if you're my ally then boost my voice support my voice correct retweet my voice uh you know interact with me but don't step over the line and say you are the same as me in a way that makes it seem as if you had my same experience and so i get why there was backlash to the way she framed it i don't think they now there are some people that would just have like you said if she's a white woman and anything some you know it's the hillary clinton it's the Mm -hmm. chelsea clinton thing Mm -hmm. anything chelsea clinton would have done at that meeting was going to be the wrong thing show up not show up speak don't speak uh say you understand say fuck you and double down it just didn't matter she was there it it was going to be roast time for some people but i think Alyssa did step in it i think what she said was like i said i read it and went i can see how people are going to take that tweet and dunk on it all day and that's what they did and i don't think she meant it in a negative way and and, and i think that's where i'm coming from i don't think she meant it in a negative way yeah i don't think she did but like twitter is the place for people to take intentions out and be like this is just how i feel and this is how i can make it about me correct you know and so she kind of did that with the i am trans and then other people kind of did that with the what the fuck you talking about you ain't trans like everyone knows she's not she was trying to make a point about empathy but obviously it's easier to just say no she meant to erase me you know yeah and she could have chose better words she could have phrased it better i i I will agree with that yeah so um and i you know hopefully that's not as huge an infraction as you know as uh you know as as it was seemed online at the time you know i think people have mostly kind of forgot about it and moved on so hopefully you know it's the kind of thing where people have moved on and it's just a big deal for a day or two yeah and it's over right and also i think the thing too well like i said because i'm looking at her intentions and i'm looking at kind of what she said afterwards like after she talked about the poem i was like oh, okay it sounds like you're doing you're, you're still trying to stay the course yeah quote unquote 
so i'm like okay cool but you're gonna fuck up again which is understandable like that 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 goes along with it so i'm i i, I think i'm more understanding um to it mm-hmm. i'm i'm not as harsh sometimes like sometimes i could be harsh too mm-hmm. but i'm not as 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 harsh and and as cut offish mm-hmm. as a lot of people because at, when you, when people talk about allyship you need everybody and allies are going to fuck up you can't be like be my ally and be perfect that's that's ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah i agree with that part thinking um and then also just in general i think um there's a power in people fucking up that people or a perceived power that you feel like you get as a marginalized person when somebody in a privileged group fucks up um and you can tell the people that are junkies of it like that's all they do all day they get high off of you know looking for who fucked up that day that is in a certain group and that's one of the reasons like i feel like times at times shit can be so unreasonable online because reason would fuck up the party nuance would fuck up the party the the being being taking something to the extreme is the thing that keeps things going a lot of times and for me when i saw her tweet i went that's unfortunate she shouldn't have framed it that way um but other people saw it and that's literally like all they wanted to talk about all day was and no you don't do this let me tell you what the problem is and this is what we don't need and i and i'm like you know to a certain extent is i don't disagree with those people we don't we don't need that right and i don't think the way she said it was right but you like i said it turns into like a cesspool of just attacks and attacks and attacks that i think is disproportionate to the infraction in a way uh which is one of the reasons i like seeing conversations moved offline i like seeing podcasts i like seeing panels and stuff more than i like seeing you know the twitter response agreed and i think that over the past few years since the election i've kind of calmed down i've i've tried to be a lot more mature about it and get out of just seeing it from my through the eyes of anger get out of just seeing it from my eyes only just because you're a marginalized group and just because you're a press group does not mean that everything that you do and and all your stances on shit is right all the time and sometimes you can be right and still be wrong in your approach Mm -hmm. you know um how you approach somebody matters tone matters a lot of times we forget that it's not always what you say it's the tone yeah and, they, and, and then you said. people get mad and they go tone policing you t- you policing my tone but i've been thinking about that shit i've been thinking about it for a long time um classrooms right that's where a lot of education happens right um how do teachers talk to students right like we don't like teachers don't not supposed to run in there and just yell at you Mm-mm. or run in there and embarrass you or run in there and threaten you like we have to have some form of we have to at least be some some form of authenticity or honesty about the fact that most the the most conducive learning environments typically are not ones of trauma right social media sometimes i feel like people try to instill trauma in a person and say the you should learn from this trauma but it's it's like saying that the only way a child can learn is through getting beaten by their parents like every infraction is a whooping and every it needs to be emotionally abusive it needs to be you know that's just how i turned out okay and uh, and it's like people are passing their traumas on um and that's why i don't know that it's necessarily a good learning environment i think it's pitched that way where it's like so-and-so messed up and they tried to educate them it's like did you try to educate them or did y'all like roast this motherfucker 
and then expect them to be the bigger person and realize the mistake now like i said this this is more of speaking in general i don't think mm-hmm. i didn't see all the back and forth with Alyssa milano mm-hmm. i just saw a lot of people like quote tweeting it and making like you know the same observation a million times but um you know and, it, and at the end of the day i don't know that she learned from it because it doesn't sound like she changed anything it sounds like she just went this is my philosophy i believe if i love you i am you and you are me and she didn't seem to waver off of that even with the people coming at her and you know obviously she says she, she thinks her feelings were hurt or whatever but that it's not about her feelings being hurt so i mean yeah it's this is kind of the cost of speaking up anyway yeah and a lot of times for and a lot of it is like you say we talked about earlier about being on the internet for a extensive period of time a lot of this is a self-fulfilled prophecy because somebody fucks up everybody you know has their points they go at them when everybody knows that in real life nobody responds well most people do not respond well to negative reinforcement period you come at me with a nasty attitude guess what you're gonna get back a fucking nasty ass attitude because you approached me at 10 so i'm gonna be on 10 bitch you know like like that that's real human nature and and yeah people don't like talking about that part right right, but that's but that's real and 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 that 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 correlates on the internet also and like that's that's that nuance shit that don't nobody want to talk about when i realized that all the people that talk about tone policing were also the same people that i've never seen admit they were wrong about something nope that did not appreciate they must be talked to perfectly all the time or they will get upset with you i that's when i knew it was bullshit i was like no you just want to bully people and you want to go one way you want to talk shit to a person one way and then when people go hey that's kind of harsh the way you're talking to this person or when that person gets upset you want everyone to go no 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 the empathy should lie with you always and never with the other person and it's a huge turnout for me because you know as a libra i believe in balance like i think you get the energy you put out so you know and i'm not saying there's never a time for anger or any of this shit but some people are channeling anger from other things into what they claim to be doing uh educating uh communication uh that shit even activism some people are just channeling like their own personal trauma into that shit and it's not actually about the work it's not actually about um the the situation at hand it's bigger than that and i think that's one of the things i noticed when i saw people being like you know it's like uh so like like if Alyssa milano says this and you're in her mentions like you stupid white bitch like you're not helping and you're also like like you're you're make like you literally are are making it worse like if we if we paid you money we said someone needs to correct this shit like educate this woman or uh let her know where she fucked up we would not hire the person that on their resume said well i like to call them stupid white bitches we'd be like okay you don't get to do the job but on social media no one gets to qualify who does that job so some people are going to do that some people are not i still think the initial infraction is something that was fucked up i don't think i don't like i i just think it's one of those things where it's like it's fucked up but then what's the response and how 
you know what is the what is the appropriate response to it and i think that's where we social media got it all fucked up yeah and 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 back to what i was saying about how it being a self-fulfilled prophecy because somebody fucks up everybody gets on them a lot of times like you said no lesson is learned Mm -hmm. and particularly in situations like this what do they do they retreat back to whiteness because nobody not even your black ass is going at them won't somebody constantly telling you every fucking day how you're not shit nobody wants to constantly hear how they're not shit how they fucked up how they're not enough how they're not perfect nobody wants to hear that shit and yes as uh white people as a whole has done some fucked up shit but at the same time if you want allies you have to have some form of compassion yeah i it's just i think her compassion can be channeled more productively hopefully somebody could get at her on a, in a way that would she would be using her platform in a more desirable way um and then also i just think in general the um the 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 tenor of of these things online is just so non-productive because i'm seeing now i've you know we've allowed time i've watched i've searched i've researched I, and i've seen the results over and over again and more often than not these are not productive results this mm-hmm. has not changed anything mm-hmm. people aren't becoming better people people aren't becoming more educated people aren't even becoming more aware and i think that's a huge failure of an opportunity that social media provided us with access to people that have platforms that could have there was some level of education that could be had and it's not happening i'm now speaking in general i don't think that's what happened in this case she does seem to be quote unquote down for the cause and committed to the fact that i'm gonna piss some people off i'm gonna be wrong sometimes and that's not gonna make me take my ball and go home and i'm glad that she's not like that um but yeah i I just think that um in general um the kind of like you said don't i don't like to say in the article i don't see color type of approach to this shit is not productive especially online oh no because i mean it sounds crazy i'm like as much as i understand she might have thought she was doing meant well if i was talking to her and she said i'm a black person i'd be like no you're not Alyssa." and that's and the thing that people are trying to get her to understand is that's okay you're a you're a cisgender straight white woman that can still be helpful you like you don't need to be me Mm-mm. we don't you don't need to even speak for me no all you need to do is just be in my corner and help me get my my word out there help me speak for myself mm-hmm. that's the that's the most helpful thing you can do you know and i think hopefully that kind of message would get through but i don't think twitter is even a good measure of like educating somebody because so often we it's just too much it's too like it's too much of a triggering thing for the people that are are initially upset by her comments and it is too triggering for a person of privilege who was being like berated in part it's not i'm not saying the whole time Mm -mm. but a lot of it is just being berated and then we expect you to take it and learn and i'm just like that's not how any classroom really works that's not human nature yeah um all right let's see what else we have um as firefox freezes in the background of course (laughs) why would it not um firefox um, like i'm not trying to be an ally either the (laughs) i am chrome i am explorer right i am everything the mother of a man who was found dead <laughs> she should, i am trans i am i'm every woman it's, it's all in me. me 
um the mother of a man who was found dead in democratic donors apartment nearly two years ago has now filed a wrongful death suit against the donor and city of uh officials of los angeles so mm-hmm. this goes back to um is it ed buck yeah ed yeah, buck they, they- okay who keeps killing gay black right did men. he recently have another pr- yes right. we, we talked about it okay i wanted um, to be sure i was piecing this be sure this is the same white man moore was the first of two men who were found dead in buck's apartment the second man later identified as timothy dean died this january his death prompted the los angeles sheriff's department to investigate as well as revisit the investigation into moore's death mm-hmm. uh the los angeles department uh sheriff's office said in january that buck who has a history of donating to democratic causes was a the apartment when both men died in addition to the wrongful death nixon suit goes on to list 10 additional causes of action including sexual battery assault battery hate violence drug dealer liability negligence intentional infliction of emotional distress and civil rights violations um of course his attorneys you know denied everything mm-hmm. well i hope yeah. i hope it goes to trial and i hope she wins You're right because guess what the common factor is you yeah and i hope there's a criminal case with the second one because i mean it should have been with the first one yes. first man but i hope it's one with the second one i mean how much more can this motherfucker get away with and that's their whole point and it sounds like this is some shit he does people keep dying on drugs down your house there's a fucking journal uh uh diary or whatever a log where the first man who died down there used to keep a fucking journal and he was like this motherfucker is drugging me up he this is what he's into like that's fucking proof the fuck else gotta happen um like as long as he's not in jail then you are putting the community at risk yes you are he has a type and i've seen another picture of another gay black man with him after the dude died in january and i'm and i'm not even trying to blame that individual i'm saying if you let this predator run amok you're gonna have more people in danger and this you know who knows if that person knows about the other people or not but whether he's picking up sex workers whether it's just through tinder and stuff i don't know drug addicts like taking advantage of people that are on drugs i don't know i just know that people keep dying and he shouldn't probably be in it like nobody he shouldn't be allowed to be on the streets while that's happening Mm-mm. um all right let's uh get into some other news okay guys i don't have a lot of good oh wait no i have one good one here's one uh new york city lawmaker endorses plan to break hiv prevention drugs patent so um cory johnson who is hiv positive uh he's a new york city council speaker he has endorsed a plan to make truvada and prep generic right so them shits won't be so fucking high Mm -hmm. uh cory johnson speaker of the new york city council and one of the most prominent hiv positive politicians in the u.s call for national institutes of health to exercise in its march in rights and break the patent held by gilead sciences to exclusively manufacture and market hiv prevention uh drug trivuta or uh prep as is as an hiv plus elected uh hiv positive sorry elected official i have a responsibility to the activists who came before me who i literally who i believe literally saved my life to those 
we have lost in the AIDS crisis and to those who come after me to do everything in my power to end this epidemic once and for all Johnson said in a statement shared by NBC News the cost of PrEP in our country reveals something deeply rotten about our healthcare system the NIH needs to march in and break the patent immediately this is life or death and there is no time to waste yeah that's the thing and I remember you saying about people want to change because i think the systems have changed too but like you said the systems have changed there's a lot of shit connected to this for-profit system so in order to make it not for profit people still have to be able to function in this system and live and all this shit too and pay for shit and this all types of stuff attached to this according to the prep for all activists the legal justification for breaking the gilead patent for trivuda trivuda uh travada i'm sorry mm-hmm. travada uh, yeah i've seen commercials for it on tv all the time is in uh section two of the text of the law which states that patents may be broken if the government feels action is necessary to alleviate health or safety needs which are not reasonably satisfied by the contractor assignee or their licenses activists say Gilead's high price shuts out many people who would benefit from the drug a single daily bill that they when taking pill uh, they okay they spell they meant pill not bill when taken consistently reduces the risk of hiv infection by nearly a hundred percent good god yeah um what's wild to that what's wild about that but insurance is probably not don't cover it uh what's wild about that is that um you this government has to be the one to make the decision right and you know the this government i i don't see them approving this right these are the things i talk about literally kill people they literally are killing people with this in a statement emailed to nbc news gilead highlighted its pay, patient assistant programs which the company says reduces the cost of travada to under five dollars for the majority of patients gilead's extensive efforts to provide access to travada for prep and even before as hiv treatment clearly satisfied the bay doe requirement of reasonable efforts to make an invention uh uh available for health and safety needs that's ryan McKill, who's a spokesperson for gilead the uh, drug company we believe that there is no rationale or precedent for the government to exercise march in or other ip rights related to travada um but across the world the generic travada has long been available mm-hmm. the cost for prep is roughly 25 dollars a month in the u.s where only gilead is allowed to sell travada under its exclusive patent one year supply costs over twenty thousand dollars or about seventeen hundred dollars a month good god twenty five dollars a month seventeen hundred dollars a month good god and i bet you a lot of insurance companies probably don't pay for what a cover a fraction of that cost right twenty five dollars seventeen hundred now this is about that intersection though right we got to talk about this intersection because when we are talking about hiv we're talking about hiv prevention we are talking about a disproportionate amount of black brown gay um and many times men that are exposed to this mm-hmm. not exclusively men not exclu- mm-hmm. like not not mm-hmm. all not only mm-hmm. But you guys know what I'm saying is disproportionately these all these groups. There's comma between all of these. You're talking disproportionately black and brown, 
disproportionately poor disproportionately gay disproportionately lgbtq disproportionately men this like all of this shit we're talking about the access to this drug being one of basically you can afford to not die from hiv right you can you can afford it we are now talking about well who decides who's important and what's affordable that's a big ass gap man 25 dollars or 1700 you know like some shit more important than profit for your company yes sir and human lives is one of those things that's more important but, but it uh, depends on who's making that decision but shout out to Corey johnson um who mm-hmm. is keep that fight up trying to trying to get this shit uh available for everybody that's dope all right let's see what other news we got today okay because there is lots of news um oh jess hilarious you you all know her i do i don't oh okay uh, that's why i'm like i do uh apparently she's a comedian of some type like maybe an instagram comedian oh yeah in a sense deleted series of videos instagram comedian jess hilarious said she felt threatened after she saw four sikh men uh who wear turbans um they are not muslim this is a common misperception of ignorant americans um she saw them board the same plane as her she was immediately criticized for posting a video where she audibly made it clear that their presence on the plane made her uncomfortable somebody said she was on rail on rail Mm -hmm. okay i only watched like one episode of rail so um but as long as raisani's off the show i'm good okay i can now say that show is not good okay uh cancel everybody but ray okay um my heart Uh, heart. the rest of you niggas can go uh but yeah um jess hilarious apparently is an instagram comedian that um rose to fame via instagram and is making moves and i guess does not like having a career because you don't see other people doing this for a reason being like yeah i got some some people that i assume to be muslim kicked off of a plane because i wasn't feeling too comfortable and there is a difference what difference in what seeking muslim yeah yeah i said that earlier yes that's not the same but Mm -hmm. it wouldn't matter if they if she was right and they were muslim we're on our flight it's still (laughs) where are you going where are you going if i'm scared i'm scared fuck you fuck so um she first films them leaving the plane i didn't click on this video but this is the video yeah okay so she first films them being kicked out escorted off the plane and then flips it to herself because people are obviously on her instagram are being like girl this is islamophobic what the fuck are you doing celebrating this this is ridiculous i guess okay you know it's instagram everything you put on there you can see what people think okay she's an instagram person so i know she was reading that shit man it ain't rocket science Mm -mm. um but yeah so people went you know basically hey this is uh fucked up Jess. what you doing like these brown people getting kicked off you know and age of trump and all this type of shit and immigration and all the stuff people dealing with this what you want to do or like a, a monster where, where are you going if i'm scared i'm scared fuck y'all fuck how y'all feel y'all mad at me because i don't side with every other black person because i don't side with every other race fuck y'all i feel how i feel i felt threatened and that was it 
Fuck y'all. And I'm not flying there. We were evacuated, bitch. Why? Why? With no reason explained at all. No technical difficulties or nothing. Y'all gonna listen to Just with the Mess one day. Because <laughs> my news is real. So how... This is honestly, like, the 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 downside of that, like, I don't give a fuck shit people be trying to do that nobody ever talks about, which is when you wrong as fuck and you do the, I don't give a fuck. It's like, okay, but you're still wrong, you know? And I don't know what she can lose by doing this because I'm just not up on her like that. I don't know what shows she's on and what, but I mean, if, if I'm anyone that's giving her a platform, my first thought is how do we get her off it you know if i'm endorsing oh, we was considering her she immediately scratched off the list if i'm endorsing something if i have ads that she was I, no i don't want to do ads with you anymore Mm-mm. like you, you're now known as the black islamophobic person and let me just throw this out here because this is something i hear commonly from black people and it's important i understand the dictionary definition that they're trying to talk about but this is what the fuck we mean when i'm like Yes, you can be black and still be a racist. Right. Yes, you can be black and still be like Islamophobic and anti-black. You can be racist against your fucking self. Yes, you can. Like, is you can be prejudiced. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that colloquially we people use racism as a shorthand for, and they go, "Black people can't be racist." It's like, nigga, I don't want to have a dictionary definition. You're avoiding the fucking point, which is that this is horrible. Right, and it's coming from the same place. This is horrible. That's what the fuck the point is, and everybody. I hate when people try to do that technical shit. You know what the fuck people mean when they talk about like, well, well black people can be racist too. It's like, well, if your black ass is up here fucking uh, making stereotypes about Asian people and fucking doing the slant eyes thing and uh, saying a bunch of you know ignorant language, well, guess what you are racist against Asian people. It doesn't doesn't That's make right. it any better because you black. Oh well, I guess it's different for me. No, the fuck is not. Well, I don't have the power to nigga is whack, right? And you try to cover it up. I, what what did what do they use? Uh, you can have biases, okay? Well, your bias is racist, okay? Can, yeah. can we act like that? Yo, don't use these cute, pretty, flowery ass vocabulations ass words to cover up the fact that you're fucking racist. I'm not tolerating it from you just because you black. I know some people think that's what blackness means. We need to do, but I'm not. It's whack to me. You know that like when people get all up in arms about you can't talk bad about Farrakhan. The fuck I can't don't say that shit he is standing for whack shit i'm glad he gave some money to some people i'm glad that Dada. he also says really racist foul shit he also says really sexist things really, really homophobic shit so no i don't want to have to cover for him because he also happens to be a black leader that's ridiculous come on now um but yeah this is this is this is beyond the pale she she's almost finished there's 18 seconds left in this oh, ironic is it that we boarded the same plane and I don't see those people mm-hmm. yeah we're fully boarded yeah, really. eat my ass I'm just a mess <laughs> and my news be real tune in and then she had to delete all that shit why why you delete all them videos Jess right because you know what if it had been somebody black would you have felt the same way yeah next time they pull your black ass over for doing uh the speed limit i i guess we're all supposed to be like well they felt in danger they don't feel safe yeah because the way you was talking sound like you were gonna stand by it and you didn't give a fuck apparently you gave a fuck because you deleted it 
right like people talk about chelsea clinton man 50 muslim people were killed just a few days ago you don't give a fuck and you thought they were muslim which is like double triple entendre don't even ask me how level of racism like the the amount of ignorance that you had to be like these Sikh people are Muslims, and then somebody was like, yeah, they didn't actually get kicked off the plane. Uh, she just tried to make it seem like it happened. I said, so they didn't get kicked off the plane, but she wants to be known as a racist. How's that weird flex? But okay, how's that? How, how's that better exactly? Right, because you're acting, so you're going to be coming across a lot of coworkers and producers and people on the set that come from various different types of backgrounds. She put out later um, on the internet, um, niggas know I'm never fucking racist, but I spotted something and I put it out earlier, and we just got evacuated from our plane, she said, while claiming that there was no reason given for the evacuation. She later posted a video in which she said she boarded the plane again and four men were nowhere to be seen. So how ironic is that we board the same plane don't see these people she said she posted a statement on her instagram story half apologized for her comments look y'all i'm not racist and never have i ever been we have muslims in my family Mm -hmm. however i was fully aware of the different types of muslims so yes i admit i'm ignorant to the facts so teach me i got no one i got no one put off the fucking plane i didn't even say shit to anyone else on the fucking plane about how i felt again i'm sorry to all muslims deeply sorry but i'm not racist loves whack come on we're trying to not fuck up your bag that's also that shit where like there's there's this thing with black comedians where it's like i'm so ignorant y'all it's like you know what i'm saying ain't it funny that i'm so ignorant it's like but there's no joke there right there was no craft yeah there's no craft there you were just being racist and went yeah oh my god i uh guys can't you see how hilarious i am nah nigga you you not um let's see what else happened um um school replaces detention with meditation mm-hmm. according to a recent news article by newsweek and new york times students in detention at robert w coleman elementary school in baltimore aren't staring at chalkboards or walls during detention they're meditating and practicing yoga as part of an after-school program i am 100 percent with this uh because it teaches children how to channel their energy it teaches them how to deal with anger it teaches them how to calm down some adults need to even fucking have you know me need 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 to do shit like this because once i started taking um yoga uh one thing i like well one thing that i enjoy about yoga that a lot of people don't like about yoga is that when you're doing yoga it's a you thing you're focusing on yourself which means you have to get within your own mind you have to control your breathing it's all about you and the last thing some people want to do is is hear their own mind because they have to deal with their own chaos in their heads Mm -hmm. and but it's a good way to learn how to calm down uh, to learn how to uh, control things around you. And I think that this is a very um, positive thing. I think that uh, this is this is an alternative that I think will be caught up because I guarantee you, I'm going to know you're going to go further, but I guarantee you they probably seen turnarounds because I guarantee you some of these, for some of these children, they didn't even know this was an alternative method to exist. 
do you know how many parents would love for if their child gets stressed out if their child would just kind of get to the point where they knew okay let me sit down let me center myself let me get within my thoughts let me calm myself down let me rationalize these things let me figure this out on my own and come up with my own conclusions you help in my opinion you help them become a better person actually you increase their critical thinking skills because it, it causes them to analyze things um yeah here's how the project created by holistic life foundation works holistic me hosts 120 male and female students in this program that runs from 2 30 to 5 30 p.m and involves yoga breathing exercises and meditative activities disruptive students are brought to a special place called the mindful moment room for breathing practices and discussion with a counselor and are instructed on how to manage their emotions the project which focuses on pre-kindergarten through fifth grade students approaches punishment on an entirely different way um i'm sorry in an entirely different way um yeah, because during this age is the age where children are dealing with some some emotions for the first time they're a, a particular kindergarten you're interacting with other children outside of your brothers and sisters and your family members for the first time you're learning social skills all types of things going on at that age and they report an incredible result zero suspensions in the last year comparatively they had uh four suspensions 2013 2014 uh so i mean yeah it's also just another approach to something that would put kids a lot of times in the school to prison pipeline where at least black kids you know who often are targeted as the kids who are the most troublesome uh by teachers and then they're put into these programs that basically start isolating them away from other children uh pointing out you know othering them pointing out how bad and wrong they are how dangerous they are and um yeah this is a, a alternative to that i think it's actually really cool so mm-hmm. and shout out to them and guess what they actually got numbers to show this shit but if they you know if they try to expand this they people will shut the shit down because that don't profit nobody shit like this don't keep them in that pipeline it actually takes them out of the pipeline it actually make them productive citizens and lord knows they don't want that yep <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. Time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe, find different articles, make us feel fucked with. The weird side point scores from zero to a hundred in intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody, yay! All right, tell you who's fucking with us today. Terry Crews. Uh-oh. Terry Crews tweeted out an apology to black men, but everyone is still mad at him. Yeah, that is uh that's a tricky one, Terry. Um <laughs> Oh man. He managed to just piss off everybody. I don't know how, but it went from you know, people supporting, people admonishing, people mocking there's just it's always just been turmoil around this dude um so yeah of course remember he confessed uh to being a victim of sexual assault by adam bennett who's a hollywood agent and uh, a lot of black dudes you know mocked him some prominent black men with big followings basically attacked him um 
and in that same time there were people that obviously don't fuck with those same black dudes you know Tariq Nasheed um D.L. Hewley you know because those guys also happen to be like staunch misogynist and and homophobes and things of that nature so you had a lot of people that were in the lgbtq plus community you had a lot of women coming for and supporting terry cruz vocally to the point where when he was interviewed and they asked him you know about it and he said that he was actually surprised because of all the support he got from black women Mm -hmm. which i think what which i you know we talked about it at length on this show Mm -hmm. but i think the ultimate conceit of that was he really meant this what he really was saying was i was really surprised and hurt by the lack of support from everybody but black women right like i expected this to be a thing where either everyone supported me or nobody supported me and i was surprised that it was because i don't think he'd be on the internet like well shit we know he don't be on the internet like that Mm -mm. because now we know what it looked like when he is um i think he was really shocked that um nobody really had his back except for black women Mm mm-hmm you know his and i mean his hollywood friends um black men that were in the same communities online like all this shit he was just ostracized except for black women who were like yes thank you for being a strong man that talks about this and you know we've been through this experience as well and a lot of you know a lot of people um want to see you win well that's not the case as much anymore with Tom Patterson's the incident and with Bennett getting what he deserves, Cruz is taking social media to seemingly backtrack, apologizing to black men who he claimed abandoned him in his time of need. As previously reported by Brook- the Brooklyn Nine-Nine star opened up about being sexually assaulted by Bennett at an industry party back in 2017, uh, where the man, he said, uh, the man grabbed and squeezed his crotch. Um, after speaking his truth, Cruz was bombarded with emasculating comments from men claiming he was weak for failing to physically retaliate to the unwarranted gesture yeah dl hewley 50 cent uh russ russell simmons the fucking guy who was a serious been accused of being a serial sexual abuser was laughing at this man um you know um so in, in addressing the backlash he admitted in an interview that black women were the ones who supported him while his fellow black men turned their backs and mocked him black men did not want any part of it all my support came from black women straight up a lot of guys are like man you weak you sorry you should have hit him you surprised you should have knocked him out you should have did all this stuff black women were like no no it doesn't work like that i was shocked at the split within my own community um so like i said the question was the loaded question because didn't andy ask like who surprised you the most and now Mm -hmm. this like because that answer reading it now without that question attached to it i'm like yeah that makes sense he didn't say i was shocked black women supporting you shocked at the split we because this is what a lot of black people end up finding out that solidarity shit is typically on some like if you fit the certain parameters of what we would call like the black male paradigm right right it has to be certain things that you fit if you're a black man who dies in violence from the police it's easier for the whole community to support you Mm -hmm. but if you're a black man who was raped it's not as easy all of a sudden people are like and you should have fought back are you really a good black man if you can't stop a nigga from blah 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 um why didn't you punch him you know all that shit it it was everything except the easy easily defined like this is what masculinity is uh most recently after cruz made these statements um 
he took to twitter to apologize to the black men that were hurt by his remarks now this is this skipped over some shit so shout out to bet.com um i being on twitter i saw some of this i don't know everything that happened but some of this was also about the fact that he asked that question about the whole um he said he basically started advocating that black men and fathers need to be involved in their kids lives Mm -hmm. because there's certain things you can only get from a black man in a in a child's life right and that kids need male role models and and whatnot some people would see that as aspirational inspirational maybe like yes encourage these black men to be around for their kids because they're important and we're trying to teach like i'm sure there's a lot of single moms who are like yes i wish that nigga had done the right shit and manned up and been a good father instead of leaving me to do all the work by myself now that doesn't apply to every relationship right Mm -hmm. there's there's abusive black men correct there's um there's black men um who uh maybe they're not um they're like there's not not every not every person that is a uh the the father of a child is necessarily the best person to have in that child's life we i understand that i think on twitter though that's not that's something that you won't catch a lot of people giving you the leeway to express that Mm -hmm. you know they're gonna be like my father burned me with cigarettes and you want him to be around me so now you have to be like not all right um which is a huge distraction to most discussions on the internet but right he was speaking very generally about that but then he crossed the line somebody asked him for clarification because they was like so what you saying basically is that if i like to a gay couple cannot raise a um a child that is like healthy and balanced and all that stuff and he was like i'm not saying that but i look at fathers like vitamins like parents are like vitamins you need different parts to eat this you know to get a complete different like complete days resource of vitamins and men have specific shit that they give kids and women have specific shit and i'm not saying your child will be um not a good kid or won't turn out right but they'll be malnourished that's the that's, that's the exact wrong shit to say no you don't say that couldn't be could not think of a worse way to phrase that mm-hmm. if you had, gave me all day to come up with something worse than that I'd have came up with i'm it. not gonna be able to come up with nothing worse mm-hmm. than a way to say mm-hmm. that about people uh who either a didn't have a father in their life or were raised by you know two people of the same sex it's very horrible um i don't even think there's another way to slice it uh also you're talking about um you're talking about uh a bunch of people that supported you mm-hmm. women uh uh lgbtq people were very supportive of him mm-hmm. um so to see him say that it hurt a lot of people's feelings yes it did you know and he's been out here kind of playing fast and loose with the internet he didn't it does not feel like terry cruz at any point thought i need to sit down and read up and study Mm-mm. feminism i need to read sit down and read up and study uh things about gender i need to find like it doesn't feel that way it feels like he's just been he's very charismatic and he's just kind of been running off at the cuff like hey it's me terry i'm a good guy i can say these things and he may be a good guy but that doesn't mean when you step into it on twitter that that that, that, that there's any allowance for that come on you know so that's the backstory that's missing from this because he didn't just say that shit on andy cohen's show uh 
three or four months ago and then just suddenly went on twitter and started talking about this no right those two things are kind of related but keep in mind he been getting roasted on twitter by the same people yes, he has. that had his back so you got a lot of black feminist types a lot of lgbtq people that have been getting offended more and more at his commentaries he wades clumsily into the waters of social commentary on gender he was not sexual. ready for it right I, and i've been told people when this shit started i was like this don't make terry cruz necessarily a perfect spokesperson Mm-mm. like he's he's still a very religious man which we know comes with patriarchy homophobia in a lot of cases not every case in a lot of cases we don't know this dude just because something fucked up happened to him and we empathize with it does not give him the fucking like baton that he now speaks for everybody correct and when you put people on those pedestals well this is how you end up with this shit you know so he's been going back and forth on twitter with people going in and out on him and so his comments i'm about to read them uh were i'd like to apologize to the black men who were hurt by my comments regarding a lack of support regarding my sexual assault truth is if it had not happened to me i would have been suspicious and doubtful too um i don't find that to be that offensive no but context correct over these past few weeks of him going back and forth and getting chastised and black twitter and black feminism twitter coming coming at his neck well that had a lot of people like what the fuck this supposed to mean you know because i think to a lot of people it sounds like he's quitting like let me just go back because he also tweeted some stuff about black men need to have like a space that's safe for us where we could talk about things without women involved you know um to which i'm like i don't feel like privilege works that way you know it's like when white people say they need a safe space now i'm not saying black men have all the privilege but in this di- in this diagram that we're drawing up this to me feels a lot like when white people think they need a a yelp for for maga hats like we no we don't need that like if we're committed to detoxifying if we're committed to becoming better people as men we need spaces where women can see that work and give us input because we're not going to be able to do it by ourselves we don't have all the answers we know what we think but we don't know how our actions necessarily affect people Mm -mm. and unless somebody involved in that is kind of checking in to be like what are these niggas talking about it's going to quickly devolve into hotel shit i'll tell you that right now and i did see you know the hotel people that's been chastising him being like welcome back that's what i'm talking about so it was going back and forth like everyone was flipping sides yeah and his privilege would allow him to come out and say if it wasn't for me i wouldn't believe because most women mm-hmm. are like yeah i believe you girl and yeah i believe that because for women it not we're victims of so much shit mm-hmm. till we're like okay i believe you until prove it otherwise for most women yeah. you do have women that are excited about, but for most uh, of us we're always the victim in most instances yeah yeah I th- it's definitely more women that are willing to believe than men right. for sure like you know uh we can i you know i don't want to get into the weeds on that Mm -hmm. i agree with you Mm -hmm. um but the idea that this dude would kind of go back to black maleness it struck me in two different ways because on the one hand it's kind of like it feels cowardly 
that he has now gotten all this support but he hasn't really wanted to hear any of these opinions that he disagreed with like he wanted the support of yeah terry cruz you're one of the good ones thank you for telling Tariq nasheed this that and the other um and then when women started chiming in to be like but there's some things about you you should work on he was like fuck this i'm out that's how it feels maybe that's not what he means maybe he's going to continue to stick around and talk about these things but this feels like a goodbye okay so then there's part two though the shit that he's gone through and the way that he's been dragged and all this shit too is kind of back to the theme of the episode twitter not a good place to learn anyway Mm -mm. it's just not like a lot of this is grandstanding on people a lot of this is you didn't say that right we're going to shun you mock you and this cycle has been going forth and back and forth with him for a while and he has rabbit ears he searches for his name on twitter he's not like a person that's been on there for 10 years and has gotten used to it and goes mm-hmm. okay some days you just need to back off some days people are going to talk about some you days you just gotta let it, it go out right he hasn't he doesn't have that in him so he's like hurt by every person that says i don't think this thing terry cruz said was cool or this is weird i said a long time ago it's ironic that it basically became true but i said it'll be funny if the thing that gets him quote unquote canceled is his capacity to forgive yep because twitter don't forgive because what he essentially did here by saying uh because he had more thoughts where he said i was wrong to concentrate on only the negative black men there were a lot of black men who supported me and i just ignored them and said i'm going to fight with dl hewley Tariq nasheed these random dudes on the internet who are like saying i should punch people and shit i'm gonna spend all my time focusing on them and so it seems as if i'm saying this is just black men black men do this and that's all they do and there's a ton of black men out there who are like yo you're a strong brother i appreciate you i too was molested i too had to deal with this you didn't do anything wrong i support you he ignored all of those people because that's kind of what social media can do to you you start concentrating on the negative and there's 99 percent of people fuck with you and one percent doesn't and that's enough and unfortunately for him the people that went at him had big followings yes sir. there's 50 cent there's Tariq nasheed and there's dl hewley and when you're going back and forth with these people their followers get into it too Mm -hmm. so now it feels like you're fighting every nigga on the internet yes it does and so from his perspective i do understand it is probably easier maybe even to a certain extent healthier for him to be like i wish i had never done that and given them the attention i wish i would have focused on just the positive people and i wish i could go back to just you know retreating away from these people like maybe like maybe we need a space where black men can hash this shit out away from everybody else i don't necessarily agree with that part but that but i get how he got there is my point so those are my two takeaways from that thing was i think he was cowardly to quote unquote run away but i also find it to be human um and that his capacity to forgive is the thing that's going to be his undoing because he essentially forgave a lot of black men when he said I sh- you know basically i should not let y'all get to me because i too was ignorant and when i was when i was ignorant i sounded just like y'all but then it happened to me so now i know better and i'm trying to teach y'all better but what the fuck am i supposed to do when y'all keep coming at me so um and of course there was a lot of people that went right at his neck and 
you know or, or like yeah, fuck just, you and what's wrong yeah, with you and stuff chaos people feel betrayed because a lot of this stuff even with terry cruz if you analyze most of the fallouts on social media they end up in two camps not all the time depending on where they end up two camps end up a race black and white or, mm-hmm. or black and or white or brown and it ends up in sexist men and women like mm-hmm. like if you really look at the root of most of the things that causes the uh social media particularly twitter to have any form of huge chaos that rocks for days that's it because this is a sex thing mm-hmm. it's men versus women i can't i can't give them niggas an inch i can't give them bitches an inch and they be fighting with each other no matter what and this is just something for them to bring their agendas to the table and the women use them as a beacon point and now quote unquote hotels feel like they got them back so now they can just take it and beat the women upside the head when the whole context of y'all arguing is fucking dumb to me yeah and i mean honestly he hurt a lot of people's feelings by wading into this shit i think he started seeing the fact that people supported him as if he was some type of like thought leader but really and this is the sad part it's the most cynical part of this but he was always a he was always more of a symbol for people Mm -hmm. than it was ever about him personally and that's sad but that's just the nature of what happens he was a mascot yeah he became a mascot for people that wanted to prove to black men that this negative toxic behavior is hurting you it's hurting yourself the way you treat your own brothers because because people for years have been saying if a prominent black man came forward a lot of y'all niggas would be basically mocking him and y'all claim that y'all doing this out of like supporting black like it's about black men black men black men we got to support black men because we get accused of rape all the time and we y'all think we so it's about black men emmett till black men and so a black man says it's happened to me and everybody a lot of black men were like ha 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 that's funny you should have fought him and so it's it's hard to it's hard to ignore that huge piece of hypocrisy and it's hard not to comment on it so now you got a lot of feminist women a lot of black women have been arguing with these hotel type dudes that argue about gender all day it's real easy to get in that get get, go down that rabbit hole it's real easy to and so now you got people arguing with them right and they're using terry as this mascot as you said Mm -hmm. as this example but terry's a human being and he's not a perfect human being ain't i mean he's also got his own hang-ups he Mm -hmm. you know he has hang-ups about porn and masturbation and he has hang-ups about um certain religious shit you know and whenever there's a dude that's like super religious i know for a lot of people that especially when it's a black person it gives them like oh yeah i love religious black people that means they're safe to me i'm like that person could be homophobic that person could be misogynistic that person could be islamophobic you don't know shit if you've been to a black church you know that that does not necessarily mean you're all good white people treat it like it's all good because it typically means that you are not too radical politically but that shit don't necessarily mean that they're not all these other things so yeah it was just kind of interesting to see um to see this this cynical you know like from a cynical point of view to see what happened with him because i knew it was coming when he was put on that pedestal by people that really did not know much about him other than he was sexually assaulted and is a very charismatic guy and so then you have these moments on twitter where it's like people show they're not perfect how do you react to that because everybody has that moments and when that happens most people get defensive and twitter's not very good at having like a level of 
understanding about imperfection Mm-mm. it's like okay you were imperfect let me show you how perfect i am let me show you how much better i am than you and then this cycle happens where they retreat where they run away they quit they give up you know or they back or they or they backtrack or whatever so then there's this other part where the hotel same thing with them now they welcome him, him they're welcoming him back but they're only doing it to spite these feminists they're not right they don't they these are the same people that mocked him and they don't feel differently Mm-mm. they don't feel differently you know i i just it was just a big ass clusterfuck and um i don't think anyone's better for this happening i don't even think anyone learned anything nope like it was just so sad that we came back here and it's like nobody learned shit and y'all from this gonna, whole ordeal right and everybody's gonna be arguing as soon as this shit die down y'all gonna be arguing something else about men versus women because that's what they do yeah man i this is a this is a huge bummer for me you know because i don't really hold anything against that dude Mm-mm. but i just don't know that he was ever supposed to be anybody's spokesperson right you know and i think people wanted him to be more than he was mm-hmm. so that so that they could get another point off against the hotel so get another point off against the black feminists and and this you basically just fuck this dude up in the middle of it mm-hmm. you know because y- you you seeing him fuck up in real time yeah yeah and I, like i said once i see him on twitter searching his name and responding to shit and people being like you probably shouldn't do that and he was like well, what's wrong with that i'm looking for my name they talking about me and i'm like see you don't even have any idea how this is gonna fuck up your brain yeah you didn't go i mean I don't know like what his status is but you don't have somebody you be like hey social media person or a person that is on the internet more than me how does this work and somebody somewhere believe you me would have been like hey you don't want to do this or you they'd be like you know what hire somebody to handle your account just work just work and let them post pics of you having a good time at whatever event you is just let them talk about where you're gonna be and your shows and just let that be your social media because at the end of the day people would never admit this at the end of the day it's a lot of people when they follow people they don't really want their opinions about shit they just want whatever that person represents so people would never admit that because then they want you always on so people complain about Beyonce and Jay-Z and some of these other people and why some celebrities, all you get is, this is where I'm going to be. This is my photo shoot. See, I'm having fun here. And you get nothing fucking else from them. They're boring. Yes, they're boring because they're forced to be boring because if they stop voicing their opinion, they're going to deal with motherfuckers talking about, why are you talking about that? Why don't you stay on brand? I don't care about what you got to say about this. I don't care about what you got to say about that. And, and, and that people act like you're supposed to always be on when in reality, that's not real but when it comes to the internet particularly the way twitter functions uh that's why you have a lot of people that be like look here's the money run my account i don't want anything to do with my account in fact don't show me anything if if i see anything i only want the positive shit that's what i'll retweet and apply and and respond to yeah it was like i said as it's different once you become like a person that people follow correct it's a totally different experience most people won't ever really get there Mm-mm. because it like if you follow it's followed by friends or people that are like-minded once you get to a point where people are following you that don't really know that much about you and don't care about you right it's totally it's a different experience it's right. why it's why it drives so many people crazy and people be out here wilding out and fighting everybody and and all this stuff it, it makes you paranoid because now you're you, human beings are not necessarily designed to know what everyone is thinking about them all the time it's not healthy right and then uh a lot of times people that don't have a lot of followers that they know on on social media like that 
uh a lot of their responses a lot of times i'm not trying to funny are irrelevant because if you've never experienced hundreds of thousands of people tweeting and atting you and calling you bitches and hoes and calling you outside of your name all at once when you've never had to experience that you in your mind you just think at it look at it from your perspective and when you don't have as many followers your social media experience is not the same yeah so um zero to a hundred uh, a hundred for everybody that was mad. Uh, but for me, I'm not. Trying, I don't give a fuck. Zero. I don't. I, I don't care because at the end of the day, it all boils down to this man versus women and hoteps versus feminist shit, and they're gonna argue about that shit regardless. And and he was just a mascot that just happened to get caught up in, in real time and going back and forth. So that's not funny. I don't care. Yeah, for me, I think I give it like a fifty because um it did fuck with me a little bit to see how the missed opportunity all this was and how badly this all went okay. and to the point where you know it was fuck terry cruz for a lot of people and i don't, it's all it's like you just look back on it like man how did we get here mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know? yeah and, and also i think too with being a veteran on social media it's some some stuff that happens and you and you, like you said you can almost predict how it's going to end sometimes once you see it happens because the, it's like a cycle that constantly repeats yeah it's just when you it's just a conglomeration of all the things that are bad about this like society of let's uh promote this guy who we barely we haven't vetted on any level really mm-hmm. and let's make him a the cudgel we beat these other dudes with and then to the point where his capacity to forgive i think is not necessarily a bad thing like no like if i read the comments i didn't read the responses to it Mm -mm. but if you read the responses they're not as nuanced as what we're talking about there's a lot of like i believed in you how could you Mm -hmm. they hurt but look at the tweet the tweet didn't say fuck y'all no it didn't It didn't say anything bad about black women gay people or anything the tweet said he had been thinking only of the negative with black men and he apologized for that that really shouldn't be an unforgivable sin right it's just what it symbolizes when you put him as a pedestal of you know the guy like i'm rooting you on because you called dl hewley out on his shit i'm rooting you on because you called Tariq nasheed out on his shit i'm rooting you on because you called russell simmons and 50 cent out on their shit and that's what we do all day we we call these people out on their shit but we're not big enough to get their attention and you are terry so now we're going to invest in you in a way that's not necessarily healthy because you're a human being and how you feel today you may not feel tomorrow and you're also a human being with a great capacity for forgiveness that's one of the things about him he's not really your type of nigga for a lot of these people that made him like like you don't forgive shit i've been around long enough to watch people that literally don't ever forgive anybody correct and i'm watching him a guy who's actually pretty forgiving when people fuck up racially Mm -hmm. he's like nah we gotta think about my sister so-and-so she made a mistake but that shouldn't be this like he consistently is on that wave i've noticed that for years and so i said that shit is going to come to a head well, you have a huge group of people that support you that don't forgive anybody mm-hmm. and then your matrix is made up of i like to lean towards religiosity and forgiveness that shit is going to bump at one point and you're and especially when you have rabbit ears towards the internet you're gonna realize a lot of your response is being dictated by your following right. you're just doing what you think these people want to see to a certain extent and you find yourself and go that's not really what i want now you got to deal with the backlash of people being like fuck you 
Mm-hmm. And he wasn't. I don't like. We'll he see how he handles not that. Not ready. All right, last one. Inside a hundred million police traffic stops, new evidence of racial bias. New evidence. New shit. More racism. Thought you knew. Stanford researchers found that black and Latino drivers were stopped more often than white drivers based on less evidence of wrongdoing. No shit. You didn't have to spend money for that answer. A hundred for giving them the money to do this study. Uh, I feel like we could have told y'all. How much more evidence do y'all need? I I don't know, but I, because I I feel you on that one. But to an extent, uh, I'm glad they're giving them the money because now there's actually facts. There's actually something in writing and it's not some, it's not brown people and marginalized people just making up shit about this. Now you go, no, 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 no. Here's a study, a real study done by people with degrees and shit like come on now and i know most the people that don't can't go give a fuck but at least you're gonna have something when you go to people and they spew out the stupidity mm-hmm. a lot of times when you're trying to get funding and all that shit you can go over and be like hey y'all hey y'all hey y'all but it's been studied of course we cover these studies every like couple of months it's a new study just just retweet the old study save the money and start doing something to make it stop correct anyway i feel you it's 100 for me but what about you then oh the, uh yeah 100 Sep, no 75 seven, i'll give it a 75 okay roseanne Barr blames michelle obama for why everyone thinks she's trash mm. uh she said uh to the sunday times magazine that old chelsea clinton connection i see what you mean Remember how that girl was talking about she was the reason why those people got oh. killed that, you know, trying to mm. put apples and oranges and say they match dog. So I guess at the time, Michelle Obama, uh, oh, uh, well, I guess it's her turn because she's already blamed Wanda Sykes and Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, so at the time, Michelle Obama must have retweeted it and put, um, um, this tweet is unforgivable did she do that i don't remember her doing that you know what that's taking roseanne's word anyway this is what roseanne said she said this tweet is unforgivable that's what i was told and i tend to believe it because the woman who fired me is now working with obama's on at netflix also this is something she's claiming michelle obama said privately that the tweet was unforgivable how the fuck would that mean you got fired none of us knew none of us knew that Rochelle felt that way I mean we knew but we didn't she never told us in case you missed it Roseanne's reboot was cancelled blah 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 Ambien lies first Roseanne wrote on Twitter it's all because of Ambien um that didn't work so then she deleted the tweet um and then they brought up that 2013 tweet where she called Susan Rice she compared her to a monkey said she had a big swing a man with big swinging eight balls mm-hmm. um uh she defended herself by saying she didn't even know Jared was black I thought the bitch was white as you guys remember mm-hmm. it's a very uh poignant moment in the Roseanne Barr saga come on <laughs> she had to let us know that what she thought right she could not help herself uh 
think I have that clip around here somewhere. And I do. I thought the bitch was white. God damn it! I thought the bitch was white. <laughs> Fuck. So uh, we'll see. Uh, zero to hundred, can. Oh, 100, because it's Roseanne. She, she, she gonna be up there on that permanent 100 list, because right now, anything she says is just out of stupidity. Yeah, I think she's out. I think she's made it to the permanent 100 list. Mm-hmm. All right, but let's go to the James. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Now that it's time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Ba-dum-bum. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Karen and the chat room, to guess the race. And of course, everyone playing is some form of a racist. Uh, today being no exception. Um, alright. Let me, uh, get us back live again. I went to the next session while we're doing that and bring everybody over and then we'll start the guessing of the races um all right let's see um oh, okay we can keep going uh we live yeah we should be let's okay see. oh yeah my You're live and recording oh yeah my pc gave me a sad face and said your computer ran to a problem i gotta restart so okay cool 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 uh well i'll get into the games okay and then uh i'm gonna work my way back yeah. on um all right let's see here a man takes an ak-47 to middle school after receiving a call from his crying son okay that's reasonable sometimes it happens you get a call from your son it makes you very worried uh florida a west palm beach man has been arrested after he was accused of bringing a loaded ak-47 to a middle school after receiving a call from his crying son according to wpbf 28 year old christopher freeman told school police he would have received a facetime photo a phone call from his son during school hours freeman said the boy who was in tears told him a teacher had slammed him while speaking to his son freeman said the the boy was grabbed by the adult he saw his son's phone fly from his hands police said freeman then headed to the school to check on his son school officials said that freeman arrived on the campus he threatened violence because of what happened the school was placed on lockdown and freeman was arrested according to wptv police said they found a loaded romarge uh suger i don't know ak-47 mini draco pistol freeman was has since been charged with possession of a weapon on school property aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill and disturbing the peace he's currently being held on seventy five thousand dollars bond he's also been ordered to stay away from the school man how you gonna get his son i don't know if his son is better off with that uh i don't know i guess he won't be picking him up no more karen guess the race of mr christopher freeman white karen's going white let's check the chat room and see what you guys believe um oh let me get out I'll, I'll, I'll tell to... y'all y'all tell them guess thank you race all right um okay we got some guys we got some guesses uh yala voice not on my watch black <laughs> boldly showing up with a gun to school white white he has the intent to bring heat black a freeman that doesn't mind getting arrested black whole ass nigga freeman no more black he is alive white young draco with the draco pull up niggas i found a unique way to disappear from my son's life black 
Aww. and last name freeman with the ak-47 black the correct answer is and all of you were very split on this so if you got if you said black you got it right if you said white you got it wrong karen you got it wrong some of you guys did get it right man them neck tattoos are a dead giveaway <laughs> not the neck tattoos i'm just saying them neck tattoos should have let you know what you was dealing with okay with no gains up in this bitch now the real question is did his son get slammed by a teacher all right that's a good question all right let's go to the next one um a ben salem man admits to to fatally shooting his roommate over a discarded chick-fil-a bag oh shit now it must not have happened on a sunday Mm -mm, eat more chicken apparently a bucks county pennsylvania man told police he was so upset with his roommate uh because he left an empty chick-fil-a bag in their apartment late saturday he initiated a violent argument that turned fatal gregory hilton 40 was charged with criminal homicide and possession of a possession of an instrument of a crime according to court records he remains in custody at county jail and he has been denied bail hilton called police in ben salem township late saturday telling the dispatcher that he had accidentally shot his roommate sharif simpson 25 during an argument when accidentally huh when officers arrived at the unit the men shared they found simpson lying on the blood-stained bed in one of the apartment's bedrooms according to affidavit a probable cause filed in the case simpson was taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead hilton told officers that he and simpson were co-workers and had been living together for several months investigators said the two worked at dove daily care a home health care service headquartered in philadelphia um earlier that evening hilton had called simpson a pig because he left the empty bag from the fast food restaurant on the couch in the apartment's living room the two began to argue the dispute turned physical when hilton shoved simpson into simpson's bedroom and there the men wrestled on simpson's bed during which hilton pulled out a nine millimeter handgun registered to him and he hit simpson in the shoulder with his muzzle hilton said the gun had gone off accidentally and that he wasn't even that mad at the roommate i mean what now that he's dead i guess you can say that on sunday simpson's teammates at the cumberland valley hitmen a semi-professional football team that played in central pennsylvania mourned his death that's an unfortunate name the hitman right all right this motherfucker got shot to death that was on brand i know they thought they was being cool with that name right uh also i don't know that it's an alibi to tell the cops i wasn't even that mad yeah i killed him but like i was only like a five out of ten you know (laughs) Um, on sunday simpson's teammates uh mourned his death at a facebook post the team wrote that oh that their victory saturday over the harrisburg sharks was bittersweet it was with it is with heavy hearts that we have to report that one of our brothers was murdered last night the post about simpson said our deepest condolences go out to his family and friends you will be missed sir number 18 
karen guess the race of mr uh not uh, the guy who did the shooting which is gregory hilton white karen is saying white for gregory hilton let's check the chat room see what you guys believe uh let me tell them to guess yeah i'm still trying to work my way in now no problem um he was really mad so white his roommate sound black so i'm going black hitman and the sharks okay eat (laughs) sharks eat more chicken just not my chicken black eat your day i ain't your damn maid black black petty ass white boy uh this is not a swarm and warm and fuzzy as the eye couple killer is white black chick-fil-a aka black um niggas love chicken and will shoot your ass plus roommate name is black so he black too it was my pleasure to kill you black <laughs> oh no oh, oh no oh Joan. he called the police and played the victim white and black the correct answer is karen you said white yes well you are now over two Oh no! I'm having a rough time. You said Bojangles, Popeyes, you know, Rick and them Chicken Shack. I'd have been like, okay, black. Um, are you trying to say black people don't eat Chick Fil A? They do. That, that can't possibly be what you're saying. They do, but it'd have been easier to narrow out, narrow it out. Okay, yeah, I don't know about your alibi on this one, Karen. Niggas love Chick Fil A. <laughs> they do. Um, homophobia and Chick Fil A, two staples of the community, All right? Um, and of course, some of you guys, of course, dig some it. of you guys dig it. Hold on, hold on. some of y'all got it right so you get the applauses and that's him is it showing on screen yes it is yep Mm -mm. he did that over some damn Mm chick-fil-a he probably just mad he ain't getting none all right Mm -mm -mm. i mean do something like that you expect to solve it with just you don't have to kill him maybe just give him a (laughs) two-piece um they don't even sell pieces of chicken there so right he uh, was, yeah he yeah that's what happened he was like you ain't gonna you ain't leave me you ain't give me a combo so i'm gonna give you this combo yeah i like to order a number nine millimeter <laughs> now look if you're in the audience and <laughs> this man happened to also used to be your roommate or maybe y'all went to high school together i am sorry and i understand if you have to quit our show after years of listening to us laugh about other death let's go to the bonus round <laughs> double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race bonus round guess the race hey baby mm-hmm. he walked in there like lemonade do i gotta beat you like beyonce was swinging that bat i don't what in the lemonade the, how she was swinging the bat in the yellow dress what they got to do with chick-fil-a 
lemonade and a lot of people drink chick-fil-a lemonade okay all right you know what i know what you want thank you thank you just like chick-fil-a customers i don't want no beef karen <laughs> no you don't <laughs> you don't want me to have to dip you like he dipped that man out of his life um took that man life a 90 year old memphis woman points a gun at a victim over leaves in her yard memphis police arrested a woman who pointed dancing leaves Hmm? were they dancing leaves or just regular leaves like leaves from a tree yeah um i mean she got mad the person got mad so i assumed that they were dancing it wasn't just regular leaves laying around they were doing some shit to cause you to do all this dancing to go leaves. to the extreme like dancing in the wind yep i don't think i don't think i don't think that would bother um i mean you you, you i mean you could you pulling out the gun what the fuck are them leaves doing out there for you to be like you know what i've had enough of you fucking leaves i mean i don't you make it sound like the leaves she pointed the gun at, at, at a person not the leaves that's not how she went to jail you make it sound like the the leaves came in her yard the leaves committed the crime and she was like i know you did it <laughs> Mm-mm. Cause that was that was causing the disturbance they yes they was they're like turn off turn off that goddamn rap music and get out of my yard you dancing leaves come on they laid down some cardboard yeah they did this is my recital i think it's very vital. oh we about to get down they were just break dancing on the front yeah, of their yard they was like they was like we know that make this bitch mad mm-hmm. hey that was that was yeah the, the human came out there go y'all beat boxing again stop it y'all know y'all gonna make a mad they was rooting each other on you know that was they go were, oak go oak yes. go oak go, go pine oak. go pine go pine oh pine can't do nothing he just laying there he go can't. maple go, go maple. maple it's your birthday um yeah i don't know i don't think <laughs> i think i think when we read the article we'll find out that's not what happened oh okay okay that that's what my mind went my bad a memphis memphis woman has been arrested because she pointed a gun at someone over leaves according to police officers uh the let's see they talked to the victim who said bessie bowen pointed a gun at her because of leaves in her yard 90 years old that's where that name comes from they don't make no more Bessies, do they? No, they don't. Any of y'all know a Bessie? Mm-mm. Like a Bessie that didn't make it through the Great Depression? Mm-mm. You are, are, are 80, 60 plus. Somebody in, 70 our, plus. somebody in our audience, y'all have a baby and name it Bessie. We need to bring that back. During the altercation, the victim took photos and videos of the woman pointing the gun at her, police said. Uh, Bowen agreed to let officers search for the gun. However, they only found the holster. Oh, she been she got more years hiding guns than y'all ah. got finding them for sure. Come, Come on, on. Vi- she a pro. The victim also told police that she had an order of protection because the suspect assaulted her in the past. Oh, Bowen was charged with aggravated assault and violation of the order of protection. Guess the race of ninety year old Bessie Bowen. <sighs> Bessie Bowen, that's a very old name. Ah. Uh the besties that i know are all black there might be a white one but i'm gonna go black on this one karen's going black for double the points double the race what say you chat room black granny 
that was my grandmother's okay uh da, da, da. black white bessie ain't playing that shit she is black those niggas wouldn't leave her alone <laughs> white they wouldn't leave her alone uh white prune white women named elizabeth go by lizzie or betsy black women go by bessie black what i say about putting that shit in all in my yard black ass granny black bessie down on the beat uh down on beat a nigga lane black i'll shoot you in the pinky toe black black bessie with the smith and wesson black white because of the gun i'm inspired by this original memphis woman black and white ass bessie the correct answer is and karen you Mm -hmm. missed the first two and it looks like you're gonna change the tide you got it right yay (laughs) many of you did say white and y'all missed it Ooh, ooh, them curls them ooh them them curls you the pink curl the pink rollers honey she slept her hair tied up because you know you put them pink rollers in your hair them shit stay in your hair for days you can't sweat it out burn it out them curls is gonna be her hair forever you know she was like before y'all take me downtown let me just get my let me get my rollers out i can't be taking this mug shot looking <laughs> a mess Tied up. you know i gotta go to church sunday and they ain't gonna be picking on me in church talking about my mug shot Mm-mm. she like she gave a she could give a good goddamn too like yes i pointed they should have kept them damn leaves out my yard you know i don't play that Mm-mm. all right well karen you did go one for two mm-hmm. and i'm gonna give you a chance to get one more right yay all right double the bonus round okay police a woman pulls gun in dominoes at the employees forgot to include chicken wings with her order oh shit a customer at st paul's dominoes is accused of pulling a gun on a store employee uh, after they neglected to include her chicken wings with her order officers say they responded to a report of a woman pointing a gun at dominoes employee thursday uh at the store's uh it doesn't really matter address grand ave location <laughs> the employees say the woman was upset about the food that had been delivered to her house and demanded a refund when one of the employees called 911 the woman fled in her vehicle police located the suspected vehicle outside the suspect's home in dayton avenue and identified her as a 59 year old holly webb after taking her into custody a domino's employee confirmed webb was the customer who had pulled out the gun in the store upon questioning webb told police initially she had a permit to carry but her gun was in the glove compartment of the car and that she did not point at anyone in the restaurant after police told webb there was a surveillance video of the incident no shit uh, she admitted to displaying it but continued to not point at anyone but then that would be on the video ma'am webb was charged with one felony count of violent threats her bail was set at ten thousand dollars guess the race of holly webb okay holly i'm going white holly okay. karen's going white for holly everyone like Let's go holly to the, chat the tree room. yes mm-hmm. white a lot of ch- chicken gun violence in today's guess the race i'm going white uh chicken wings and guns today black folks don't play about their chicken found in the web of lies white <laughs> don't mess with niggas and their chicken black 
uh tyler perry presents the blacks and they chicken white stick to the lie white negress named hollywood uh black charlotte's web black white cheese sauce on her pizza white white look at blue mane oh lol at blue mane okay yeah that's cool um so karen you're saying white the correct answer is she's black some of you did get it right She looked very angry still. Oh, she looks highly upset. And she still want them chicken wings fried hard. Ma'am, they're supposed to bring you the piece. You're not supposed to bring them the piece. <laughs> Come on. To the pizza place, okay? Good grief. Um, all right, let's go and do some sore ratchetness and get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> You see the difference between between her and the old lady? The old lady was like, I will not get my mug shot. Take him with my hair fucked up. Well, they caught her at the, uh, the old lady was at the house. Mm-hmm. They caught this lady at home, too, because she... She was in the car. Oh, she was in the car. On the way back from the pizza place. They got your address. Ain't that the first place they're going to look? Duh. Right. A sore man was shot and killed by officers at the setting of fire in North Carolina. Oh shit. Mount Holly, North Carolina. A lot of Hollies in this in this area. Uh police say they shot and killed a man who jumped from the window of a North Carolina home with a sword after setting a fire in a bedroom. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> News outlets report that Mount Holly police responded to a domestic disturbance Saturday morning. Um in the Dutchman Meadows community. Police released no details on the identity of the man who died or the officers who shot him. After setting in the bed setting the bedroom on fire, jumping out a second story window, police chief Don Roper said officers caught up to the man and shot him at the confrontation and he died at the scene. Nobody else was injured. Damn. Uh, be careful out there, man. Be careful. Motherfuckers is burning. They adding arson to the sordery. Right. Like, and he was white yeah this is getting i don't have his race okay but, uh you, you blew all the other ones karen let's just give it up okay so for you all right y'all thank you for listening <laughs> put me on put me in the bag of rice i know for sure wednesday justin will be here <gasps> to, wednesday justin will be here to do our recap of the walking dead yes so uh that should be very fun we might do a show tomorrow even maybe even also early like this mm-hmm. depends on how we feel depends uh for everybody else we'll talk to y'all later and we appreciate y'all um until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.